It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen. It's a podcast and YouTube series where tattoo artists and piercer talk about some of the more common questions that those who collect piercings and tattoos ask, generally. Yeah. Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, or in the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, I forgot the end. Yeah. Because we just, used to have a third one, but... You're just all a, all a jar. Yeah, well, you know, it's... it's was it that trail mix? <sighs> uh, yeah, it might have been the trail mix, or it's the distraction of all the text messages I just got. It made anyway. you. It made you a little nutty. <laughs> dun, dun, you, you hit a button. You fucking jerk! Oh, oh, the slider is all the way down. No, um, you gotta hit. There's. Yeah, technology. Anyway. All this technology and it just sits there. So, yeah, it does. So disappointing. If I had time to learn all these things. You anyway. got as much time as you make. <laughs> I wish I could make more. Wouldn't that be neat? Anyway, on the panel today we have Jimmy St. John. What's up, guys? Tattoo artist in uh, at the skin at the skin kitchen. Uh, Jack Lowe, tattoo artist at uh, Skin Kitchen, also the owner of the Skin Kitchen, and me, Davo, um, piercer and uh, owner of the Axiom Body Piercing. An introducer extraordinaire. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm the host. No. Yeah, well, you. I, think I, we're all I consider host. you the host. We're you know, you say the intros and the outros, and, you know, you, you usually, uh, you know, you pose the questions. I'd say you're okay. the leader, okay. the captain of our little uh, show here. Okay. Well, nice. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what we're going to talk about today is when you should not get tattooed or pierced. Yeah. When to say no. When to say no. When 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 do you say no? Yep. Yeah, wasn't that that was yeah. good. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah, I was giving it a little uh pause there. Pause, yeah. Okay. Um Jimmy? Um my first thing would be uh right when you've had some kind of emotional or some major change in your life, you've lost a loved one, uh you just met a new girlfriend. You think you're in love immediately, so like you want to rush out and get a tattoo right now yeah. for them, you know, on this moment without putting any thought or really, you know, consciousness into it. Yeah, well, and you have to remember too that doing that is gonna put um, a bookmark in that uh, spot in your uh, life. So uh, just remember, because all my tattoos, whether uh, no matter whether it was what it was about, I remember when, where. You know mm -hmm. how I felt, the mood I was in, and everything else. So yeah. uh, you have to remember, you have to be able to accept that when you look at that tattoo, you're going to have a little bit of what you were feeling at the time you mm -hmm. got that tattoo. Right. Uh, re, you know, brought up in your brain. Um, so that and that's good sometimes. You know, people mm -hmm. want to remember a time or a place. It's a it's like a memento and it's like a little snapshot of of where they were and how they felt. Right. Or, but if you're in a real bad spot. That might be good to remind yourself that, hey, or, you know, after you get out of it, you know, you get that little, you know, I beat you kind of thing. But just be aware that your brain is going to be linked to that at least a yeah, little. Yeah, it, it can be like a like a, a memento of a badder time, reminding yeah. you constantly that you had the strength to overcome that. Yeah, and you, right. yeah, exactly. Um, with grieving, I think, I think there, I'm not going to go through all the stages, but for me, it's always been, it takes me a while to get to the point where every time I think about that person, I'm not like, oh, man, why did that happen? Right. And more right. about, 
oh yeah, remember that one time they did this yep. and how much of an impact that's had on my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God, you know, it's great that I had in the mirror where you value their right. their presence. It honors them more. Yeah. Their memory more. Yeah. Yeah. And tattoo meaning can change over time. Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing or a piercing. Um, but yeah, it, as far as the emotional side, if it's if it has anything to do with a relationship, unless it's a oh god, I'm so happy to be out of that terrible situation, <laughs> mm-hmm. I really wouldn't advise <laughs> doing it. And, yeah, and I was gonna say on that line, um, you know, people always say that getting someone's name is like a curse on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, my thinking on that is most of the time when someone gets another person's name tattooed on them, it's not when the relationship is super, super great. Nope. It's when they might have, might have screwed up and they're getting that tattoo to prove that other person, no, see, I really do love you. It's not, you know, what I did didn't mean nothing because, look, I wouldn't do this unless I really loved you. Well, that doesn't work. And, it, and, the, and the relationship was on the rocks or not doing great anyway, or you probably wouldn't have done that something that, you know, uh, made that uh, rough spot in your relationship. So, uh, so a lot of times, you know, you'll see somebody with a name and which is fine. Just know that you're not guaranteed to be with that person and uh, you might not be with them, but you still got the name. Uh, But don't get some, don't get anything unless it's for you. Don't get something as, you know, as a gift to someone else on you. No. Uh, you know, it's like they say, don't get the portrait of anyone still living. Nope. I don't know if anybody's ever still ever heard that, but yeah. because, okay, man, I, I got uh, Bill Cosby on my forearm, man. He did what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, now I got, you know, so once they're dead, they can't really right. screw with you or mess up anymore. Uh, but just make sure no matter what you get. And I have my uh, ex-wife's name on my wrist and have since, shoosh, since Chicago. Uh, so, uh, but when I got it, I wasn't getting it for her. Uh, I was getting it in kind of honor of her and the relationship, the, what the impact she had on my life, the things we went through, the stuff I learned, the stuff we learned together. And I remember having the con, you know, the conversation with myself when I got it and, you know, it's for me to, I guess, always like we were talking about before, remind me that no matter what happens with me and that lady, uh, even if she tried to kill me, you know, th- the point to where, when I got this, t- this tattoo and even afterwards to this day, uh, she was awesome. We went through our twenties, our thirties together. We changed so much. We overcame so much. She, she was great and all that stuff. So, you know, I still have it here. I haven't even thought of covering it or doing anything with it because, you know, she was a big part of my life, whether she's with me or I'm with her or not anymore. So uh, I just, uh, some people, they get it and they regret it because they didn't get it for them. Right. The, the motivation was something else. Either yeah. they were being uh, pressured into getting it done. The same thing will happen with piercings. Right. Um, I have on a number of occasions had a couple come in and the female's getting a piercing done, and the female says absolutely no, nothing to me the entire time we're going through the consultation. And I always try to separate them mm-hmm. so that I can get her in the back, especially if it's in a private area, to go, you know, is this something you really want? Or is it he wants you to have this? Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. and I think the same thing rolls Absolutely. into, oh, why don't you have my name on you? Right. You know, this whole attitude of why aren't you marking yourself with my ownership? Right. And, um, you know, you really have to look at the motivation. You should never yeah. do something for someone else. Nope. I don't know if I've told this story before, but it goes right in. It's right along with that is uh, I had a, a guy come in and it, with his girlfriend and he was getting her name tattooed on on his chest right here and uh, on his chest right here. I thought I had to clarify for the audio version, but I but I said chest. They'd know. Yeah, upper. We'll, we'll say upper. Anyway. Upper pectoral left, region. Yeah. So anyway, uh he doesn't really say much of a word the whole time. She doesn't really say much. He just, I want this name here. And so got done, wiped it off. And I was like, all right, man, we're all done. I didn't get that out of my mouth before she has started going, you are so stupid. <laughs> I cannot believe you're so stupid to get my name tattooed on your chest. And I thought... Right, right. Well, you sat right there and watched him do it. Yeah. Well, you could have said this 20 minutes ago, yep. but you didn't. You wanted him to feel as stupid as absolutely possible yep. and throw him under the bus and make him look like an idiot in front of as many people as you could, I right. guess. So after she was done telling him how stupid he was, I looked at him and said, when you're ready, I'll cover that for free. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and he did. He found me a few years later, and I covered it. One of my favorite sayings to people back in the day when I was starting out, they would come in, I want to get this name or this, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, in my recommendation, you only get your kids' names because your kids are always going to be your kids, whether they make you mad or not. Even if they embarrass and you. And a dead relative, because a dead relative can't piss you off. He, yeah. yeah. You or, know what I mean? And that was always my, and they always thought that was funny. And I was like, you know, it's true. Like, yeah. Kids always your kid, and somebody did, can't make you mad. But the other people, like, think very long and hard. It's like getting a band logo. Man, I was 18, <laughs> and I thought Anthrax was the best band on the planet. And, and now I'm 46, and I mean, they're cool, but I don't want it all the way down my arm. Right. Just, you know, you know, and that's the hang up a lot of people have. Like, man, I, I'd want a tattoo, but I can't think of anything I'd want on my body forever. So. And which is totally valid, absolutely, absolutely yeah. valid. Because if they're not, sh if they're unsure about getting it and can't see that, even if down the road I don't like it, it reminds me of that person I was. Right. Yeah. You know, and I have those all over me. It's part you know? of the journey. <laughs> and mm -hmm. not that I don't wish I had it or anything like that, but it, it might not be something I would choose to wear now. But that's not the point. Right. You know, to me, right. a tattoo is, 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 a, is a snapshot in time, is a, is a thought, is a feeling, is an emotion that I kind of want to mark and remember. And uh, some people <clears throat> might not either value that at all or even see that side of it. Yeah. Uh, they're looking at it more as an aesthetic you know, thing. I, right. I was, am I going to like the way that looks later? Well, in that regard, that is important. But mm -hmm. you can't answer that question until later. Nope. I, I think part of it is you're buying into a set of marketed coolness. Right. But yeah. That yeah, you want to be part of the crew. The reason you get it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like for the same reason people get like Nike symbols tattooed on them. Yeah. 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 Like I mean, you know. It's if that's if that represents that that brand you associate heavily with. Yeah. Then yeah. I mean, but, if you're a huge sneakerhead yeah. and you collect sure. new Nikes, then it uh -huh. makes sense. Even if you don't later, it'll yeah. you know, mark It's that, that time in your life when you did. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, if you're a Ford nut. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I tattooed the Tommy Hilfiger logo back in the day when Tommy Hilfiger was yeah. big. I mean, like mm -hmm. on his bicep, pretty large. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if he still has it, uh, yeah. and if and if he does, if he likes it or not. But uh, that or you know something like that, really like anything, 
you know, think about why you're getting it because right. it's not a baseball cap. It's not a pair of jeans. No, that's why a t-shirt. That's why mm-hmm. until uh, our boss tells us that it's illegal and it can't be done anymore, it will be a part of the human uh, of the United States of America's uh, our life. Yeah. Because everybody's parents are going to have tattoos. You know, it's going to be just a mainstay. Everywhere you go, as you're growing up, you're going to see tattoos everywhere. It's a part of our culture now. It's not a pair of jeans. It's not going to wear out. It's something you cannot put in a drawer. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, cut the sleeves off and try to, you know, make it into a rag. It is in our culture, literally stitched into our culture now. So uh, that's an important thing, you know, another little piece to remember when you're... And you never know, you know, and and that's the thing, everybody experiences this, it has tattoos, what does it mean? What does a tattoo mean? Yeah. Uh, And a lot of times I I don't go into it. But, I mean, for that guy, you know, it might be something to do with the story of uh, Tommy Hilfiger and his rise and fame, how that represents in his life. Maybe he's going into fashion at some point, or maybe fashion's very important to him. Maybe he really liked the Nazi party and thought that the designs he did for those people... I thought that was was Hugo Boss. Oh, Hugo... I'm sorry, uh, Tommy, but... Yeah, uh, Hugo Boss. uh, Yeah, Yeah, that was Hugo. Sorry, I got him mixed up. Because remember for a while there, the... the, it was fashionable to have the uh, German eagle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of adopted by certain, yeah. I don't know, groups or people, and yeah, kind of used it. Well, Shock uh, value. It was like an all. It was an altered version of it, though. right? But it was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it had something to do with uh, when the when the two Germanies were separate. Uh, one hmm. of their military used that symbol. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Told, talk about off track, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's uh, it's something to you know, like you said, what does it mean? That's the and that's another thing with people. Some some people will not get a tattoo unless it means it has a meaning, right? And some people will get a tattoo because it looks neat. Yeah. You know, just aesthetically, I think this, you know, this this skull design looks kind of neat on the back of my hand. It doesn't mean anything other than I like that design and I think it looks good here. Yeah. So, I use the analogy of do you ever look at a hot rod and ask what do the flames mean? <laughs> no. It's well, like why would you paint this $80,000 hot rod with flames and it has no meaning? That's ridiculous. And it's valid to someone who Life, doesn't get yeah, it. doesn't get it. But a tattoo is the same thing. What, are the, you know, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I just thought that design looked cool, and I thought it would look really nice there. You know? mm-hmm. And that's but all I it has to say. My green machine went faster after I got the fire stickers. Oh, absolutely. Totally. But, you know, if you're not a car head, you're not going to understand the 20 horsepower that a flame job adds to a hot rod. Oh, yeah. You don't even want to go into that. But, uh, yeah. And that brings up an interesting idea with if you are trying to, you're you're really involved with somebody, you think they're very important in your life, you think maybe they're going to be here for, for, and you want to get away from the name curse, Mm. a symbol that represents them is just as equally as powerful and meaningful, and in a lot of ways more meaningful right. than having somebody's name on them. Yep, uh, yeah, that's exactly true. Pictures with a thousand words. Yeah, I have some roses that represent some of my early uh, relationships and people mm-hmm. that were important to me. And yeah, that means more to me than having their names there. Yeah. Because if their names are there, it's just generic and doesn't mean anything. Now, that really only <laughs> subdues or takes uh, out of it the other people bringing it up and talking to you about it mm-hmm. and, and turning the knife a bit if it was a bad memory or whatever, you got it for the wrong reason. Making it into something else, it's only you. 
Yeah. Cause, you know, you and you know, you could say when you're getting it in your mind, like, oh yeah, she thinks it's for, you know, her, but I just really like the design and I don't exactly. tie it in my brain to her at all anyway. Um, and that's why, you know, some chicks are like, No, you're getting my name. Or guys, either way. Which but, is like an ownership mark. It's kind of creepy when you really start thinking about it. I've never it, understood why people want to own people. Yeah, well let's weird. not get on to that. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I mean but anyway. if you if you're in a relationship with somebody, yeah. Why would you want? I don't get it. Yeah, like I get the role playing part of it, but the rest of it, I don't get. It. Yeah, that's like you know, just like back to my my tattoo here. I didn't get it for anything or anyone other than me. You yeah. know, I didn't. It, it, it you know, it was kind of, I guess, a tiny really a way of showing respect or something. But even if she hated it or whatever, it's, it was not about that. Like you don't have to like my tattoos, even if it's your name. I got this for me. To remind me of this life that we've had, yeah. And if it, if it you. ended if it ended tomorrow, it would not change my opinion on getting that tattoo. So it's whatever you put behind it in your brain. Yes. And uh, taking an image to represent a thing keeps people from digging into your stuff. And you're not going to have to, you know, when that ends for whatever reason, you're not going to have to go through the next relationship complaining yeah. and yelling about it constantly. Right. Yep. And that's and yep. when is it going to be my turn to have that name <laughs> on me? Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so, I mean, basically what we're trying to say is that you it should it's your decision. Yeah. And, and it, it should stay your decision. You can ask for influence from the outside, but you should ultimately be because you want to do it. And don't do it because you think it's going to fix something, because unless you're fixing yourself... Yeah. It's not going to fix anything else. Yeah, not not really. I've, I, I've tattooed more than I wish I had people that had lost people, uh, children and, you know, parents and all that. And uh, I think in the same way uh, that I, you know, have the name on me, it's more of a respect and honor thing or can be, you know, to show them. Not, uh, and it might help them heal in a way, uh, but I guess it's all about your expectations and yeah. what you hope it does. Yeah. And that all comes back to know why you're getting it and what you expect out of it. And uh, if that seems, you know, worth the shot, yeah. you know, to do it, then, hey, man, great. That's on you. Uh, but I think it can help some people in that in, in that way that it's just, you know, they feel like they can't do anything. They, that person's gone. What kind of, I can't, sh I can't hug them. I can't kiss them. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. But you know what? I can have them here. And that for me shows me almost even confirms to myself that they were super important to me. I love them and I'm always close to them now. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, it maybe does help that helpless feeling. Yeah. It feels like they were able to do something. Right for that person but anyway i don't know yeah and, and I, I think uh well i always tell my you know anybody that asks especially my kid because every time this came up it's like funerals wakes memorials statues they're for the living they're not mm -hmm. for the dead they're oh, for yeah. the living absolutely absolutely tattoos are the same way it's to celebrate that person in your life mm -hmm. and look yeah. at it that way yep anyway um let's uh we could talk about the uh the more at present uh reasons you shouldn't get a tattoo what do you mean uh if you come in if you go into a tattoo shop and your artist has one of those beer dispensing helmets on with the tube running to their <laughs> mouth that's and bad. when should you walk out of the studio that or run that's a that's that would be for a lot of people kind of a mm, I might be yeah. in the wrong place for some people they might think man i'm gonna get this sucker cheap 
maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but you know, uh, yeah, definitely. If you're, you know, if your artist isn't well groomed, well spoken, if they uh, have to clean their workbench off of like something they're working on or building, like a motor or something, yeah, that's, you know, that's, 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 that's gonna a, be a bad one. Bad. If they have facial hair and there's vomit in it, uh, yeah. 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 Well, but they're probably yeah. feeling better now that they vomited. If they're going to vomit or, or or they're not, or if they're definitely going to, you want to get tattooed af- after they vomit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's, in, 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 a lot of it comes down to inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Yeah. You want to feel comfortable and you want to make, you want to feel like that, that person or that, even that shop wants you there. Yes. Yeah. You know, the that, level of professionalism as well. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, if you feel like you're, you know, in their way or bothering them, um, that's not a good feeling. I don't want to feel that way. No, you get the vibe. You get the vibe. Like, why? I guess I'm not worthy of your time. Yeah, and, yeah. And why am I bothering that kind of attitude? Yes. Yeah, that might, and that might be a reason to you know to think again. Uh, and that might be just that day. You know, maybe 20 minutes before a guy came in and got the whole shop riled up yeah. and was being a jerk and all that, and you just walked into that little storm. You know, it's it's on that individual individually uh, to determine what they're comfortable with and what they're and, not. And as we work in this industry, we've all gone through this, it's hard sometimes to reset. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's one of the reasons why I, I, I'm, I'm struggling so much with quitting smoking. I know it sounds like another stupid excuse, uh-huh. but it's because I use that to reset. Yeah. I use that to separate it myself from everything that's going on and just isolated the same way I did that whenever I, my, my family was getting in my nerves I mm-hmm. would go oh I need a cigarette I'll, I'll see you in five minutes yeah. and would walk over to the smoking section to get away from all whatever the hell was going on at that point right sure. um, yeah but yeah, yeah we're just uh, people you know uh, but you know as an overall you should have a you know a comfortable feel with the studio and you should feel like they have answers for your questions you know not like they're dancing around stuff or making excuses and, and see uh, the other thing is is a couple of things if you feel like they're being overly friendly and a their sexual undertones now yeah. there's always a little bit of flirting that goes on between people regardless yeah. Um, if you feel like they're making you remove more clothing than needed, mm-hmm. it's a sign uh, yeah, there's a sign that you should leave. Yep. Um, if uh, you're second guessing how clean the place is. Yeah, you know, it should generally be well kept. Um, and uh, most most places do this as an automatic, but uh, you should see them uh break the needle, the cartridge, whatever uh, they use. In front of you. Yeah, you should see them open that package. Uh, it's not that most places are dirty. It's just good common practice. And it's one of those things that, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. So why aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, again, it's your own comfort level, but just as a from a guy, from some guys who've been around a while, it's really good practice, and it shows that they're – want to do most anything they can to put you at ease, make you feel comfortable and uh, come off professional. Like they care about how you're perceiving and how you're feeling. Yeah. About what's Cause I want you to feel comfortable and yes. feel like you're not yeah. going to catch anything. Like with me, I always make a point of washing my hands as soon as I go into the station. Right. Um, and I don't open packages until the person's in there. Yeah. yeah. So they can watch me open all this stuff from sterile packages. You guys yeah. don't open as much as you used to. No, nope. thank goodness. It's just usually one thing, isn't it? On top of, you uh, know, yeah. of course. One to two cartridges, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. it's just the cartridge and uh, same thing. I'll just lay out my machine or machines and the cartridges I think I'm going to be using and 
right when they're there and we're getting ready to go, that's when I, you know, pop that open. Mm-hmm. Before. And, we've, and we've talked a little about setup. There's a lot of care given to that. And yeah. usually it's done in a way to kind of reduce the amount of moisture that can come in contact with the sterile equipment. Um, give you a disposable surface that, yes. you know, it gets rid of most of it and then you can sanitize and, you know, you've got way less actual contamination as far as, you know, pools of ink or pools mm-hmm. of soap or water. And that's done between each client. So yeah. when you walk in there, if you see a, a drape and there's like ink all over it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's probably a sign that you need to move along. Yeah, that's definitely. Or if they're running around a shop with their gloves on, answering the phone and yeah. touching oh, everything. Like, uh, yeah, it's a rule in my shop that you don't leave your station with your gloves on. Yeah. I yeah. don't care if they're clean or not. It looks bad. It looks disgusting because if you're sitting there and you see a guy walk through the lobby with his gloves on, <sighs> he's going to touch something. And even if he's not, he could have. So that gives you that. Mm, mm-hmm. There's only one time you should have your gloves on outside of your station. And that's when you're taking the trash out. That's, that's right. it. And yeah. that's after or before hours, typically, unless yeah, somebody you puke in it. Do that usually, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, and that's just for our safety more than anything else, right? Um, yeah, because uh, they shouldn't be doing. I, I, I've, I've seen you know because we've been around a long time. We yeah. when we first started getting tattooed, nobody really got this. Uh, people would smoke with their gloves on. Yeah. They would use one pair for the entire tattoo mm-hmm. or the entire piercing. Um, they would answer phones, eat yeah. dinner, pizza, I've seen it dogs, all whatever else. Um, that's another thing is uh, pets. They 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 can be in the area. They can be in the shop, but they should not be in the t- in the actual tattoo area. area. No, um, I remember going in one place where they had they had all these newborn puppies, just just running, running around. around in the in the place was carpeted. Puppies don't ever pee oh, or poo. Oh, supposed to. Yikes! Even that the fact they were tattooing over carpet that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, a snake or a lizard might be okay in the station I've because seen that. that's in an isolated yeah, fish. That's in an isolated animal. environment. But, yeah. But puppies, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And yeah, really, you should be feel comfortable with the environment you're in, how you're being treated. Uh, and that also, you realizing that maybe you've never been in an environment like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe you really you didn't watch our video and then so you don't know what to expect at all and you're going in blind but really uh be treated well make sure that every you know that things are tidy and if and if don't don't be afraid to ask the you know the artist or whatever you know questions uh, mostly before you get started because afterwards well that's a, that's sorry. a dumb time to do it mm-hmm. um but uh you know you should be able to feel comfortable enough to be able to talk about anything that you're not and right. and if and if that and if you can't be satisfied in that regard well there's you know there's another there's place an to go and you should be you know, feel as comfortable as you can in an environment like that because more than likely you're going to be there a while and uh you're going to be uncomfortable enough. You don't need other outside uh, things and making that, you that, even that more. It comes down to questions is like if you're getting, if you ask them a specific question, like, you know, is is everything sterile? They go, yup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you go, okay. Um, and you use new needle each time? Yup. And they don't explain what's... I mean, I'm pretty proud of the way I do things. Uh-huh. And yeah. I'm passionate about the way things Yeah. I mean, they should give you longer answers. They should make you feel comfortable. And they mm-hmm. should be knowledgeable about what they're doing. Right. Exactly. Um, and and it kind of falls on you to ask those questions. Yeah. It, right. Well, you're, you're in that shop because of you. Yeah. Right. You know, you chose to go in there. So, you know... Uh, 
you need to get the information that you're comfortable with too. And you should get most, if not all of that, well, most of it yeah. from before you even really go in, Yeah, you know, uh, you should get an, an idea of the shop and the work they do and how it runs even before you're there. Uh, not only is that good for you, but it, it, it helps the shop even be uh, more on top of things. They're going to be able to help you more and they're going to have more time to help you because they haven't had to explain the whole process five times already that Uh day. And that's why they didn't get to you as soon as they could. So, you know, we expect there to be questions and we expect you to, you know, want to feel good about things. But uh, a lot of that, especially I think with our studio, with the amount of uh, content we have talking about things like this, that you can get, uh, you know, a lot of your questions answered and a lot of knowledge, even before before you go into that spot, because you're going to save yourself a lot of time too, and frustration, oh, you know, because yeah. uh, there, there's probably times where you're going to find something uh, in their material or on their website before you go in. That's like, oh no, that's not that's not really the shop I'm going for. Right. And see, that's what I find frustrating about most shops' hmm. web presence. It's like, I, I yeah, I, I love the fact I get to look at your tattoos. And that's a great profile photo you you took, mm-hmm. but there's no other information here. Yeah, uh, your hours of operation, how to set up an appointment. It's like, why didn't you take the time to kind of carry on a conversation? And that's what we always approached our our both our sites with. Yeah, is yeah. We want to, we want people to be able to go on there and answer a bunch of questions, and if they don't want to go through the process of reading, they can easily call and then talk to Jess because Jess loves answering questions. Yes, she, she loves does. us. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh, Especially, can I get in today? I think that it's a small tattoo. Can I get in today? I think maybe part of the reason that that happens, um, it's really, again, different than the olden days where it's not so much anymore about a shop itself. It's about that individual artist because you have a lot of people now that uh, are laser focused on a certain style or want to get known for, you know, doing a certain thing. So you've got this very shotgun pattern of funds and focus where each each person is, you know, trying to get the presence. And on top of that, they don't have as much resource or time because it's so singular. And uh, so you end up with, yeah, there's their tattoos and okay, they're taking appointments now and this is the number to call and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it can be harder in for certain things, but that's why, mm-hmm. like we've said in the past, that ask people when you see a tattoo out in the world, don't bug them, just say, excuse me, I really like your tattoo. Who did it? Where did you get it done? You know, and Real everybody, uh, 99% of people are going to love to tell you mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, they want everyone to have a nice tattoo, and more than likely, they really like that person, and they obviously respect their art. So they're going to want to, in a way, pay that artist some respect by saying, "Hey, you're going to get," you know, they're kind of putting their name behind your name, saying, right. "Hey, this guy's going to take care of you." So uh, ask, you know, and that 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 gives you a lot of information too, because like I said before, that person is going to go, "Did a great tattoo. Don't expect them to be nice." Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, uh, and it, like I said, you know, people are different and, you know, they're different from day to day to some degree and they might have got that person on a bad day or something. But the more you see and the more you ask, you can make a law of averages and get a decent idea of what and see, even the people I know that are just complete assholes that work in this industry, none of them are in this shop. No, I haven't. Um, they still of. answered questions thoroughly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just weren't going to sit down and chit chat with you while they were while they were tattooing you. Yeah, and that's um, for your own or good. Or piercing you. So it's like, yeah, it's it's tra- either way. They should still answer the damn questions, and they should be happy to. You should feel comfortable. Yes. You know, 
And if when you ask questions, you don't get a comforting or the, you know, a, a satisfying answer, well, then how can you be comfortable? Yeah, because the it's my experience, the more knowledgeable you are, the less. Yeah, you're going to be way more relaxed. The less anxiety you're going to have. Absolutely. Yep. Speaking of anxiety, um, you should not get tattooed or pierced when you're intoxicated. Nope. That does include uh, marijuana and everything else. I know it comes from the earth and everything else, but so do rocks and poison. Is, is that it is? It does amplify <coughs> your emotions, which is a big part of getting tattooed or pierced. Um, if there's a bunch of beer cans laying around and it's Friday night and it's about nine thirty, you probably don't want to get tattooed or pierced there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's kind of a dead giveaway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know. You'll hear, oh, I was passed out at a party and got that as an excuse more so than it really happens. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not exactly in line with this, but don't, if you have to get lubed up that much to do it, it's not a good idea. Nope. You know, even if you're kind of planning on doing it and then get lubed up, um, it's not a good idea because you're not going to make clear headed decisions and you're not going to be able to ask the questions to make sure that, you know, where you are is safe and, and going to do a good job. And you're going to irritate the crap out of the artist or piercer that's working on you. They're going to be frustrated and they're not going to be able to do the absolute, you know, best they could have uh, because maybe you're unruly or not. You're you know, talking with your sharp. hands, you're bleeding more, not paying attention. Um, and you're not paying attention to anything yeah. I'm saying. Yep. That, that's basically, you know, you know, the usual drunken things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or intoxicated yeah, in general. Yeah, that's a very good point. <clears throat> but yeah, so, I mean, that's a big part for me. Um, oh, here's one that popped okay. into my head. I, you know, and this is getting to know your artist, but if your artist is not contacting you back, if they've kind of done a sitting on you and then you seem to be getting blown off, but hey, man, I already paid for this much and da-da-da. You're getting ghosted. You're, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's what it is. Yeah, that's not good. No. Uh, you know, that's a very bad sign. Um, and, you know, that kind of maybe could have been thwarted off by doing some more research and talking to some people who were tattooed by them. But, uh, you know, that's not common practice. Uh, no. you, sh- you should be able to get a satisfying uh, response in the well, a satisfying time and response. Uh, you know, we are very, very busy, but we know we're busy. So if we're not, if we're too busy to do it, then we should be having someone that's competent that can do it for them. Yeah. Uh, so it's there's only so much excuse for that. Uh, really, that shows me anyway that how serious they are and how much they you know, care about how I'm feeling about this experience. Uh, so that might not be important to everyone out there, but, you know, I hear it a lot that, yeah, I just, you know, I'd go in and, you know, he'd reschedule or, you know, he, you know, he wasn't there or I had a four hour, you know, sitting and he only tattooed me for an hour and he was on the phone half the time. You know, that's just not good practice. No. And it should show you that they aren't giving you the respect and time that you're paying for. So, <clears throat> you know, keep an eye on things like that, how attentive the artist is to you and just kind of the overall how much they give a crap. You know, even if it's their counter person or whoever does their scheduling, calling you back on a timely basis. Exactly, like like email. I said, it, you know, right. uh, we as artists, um, at least, and in, in, in custom shops are all mostly all like that. We're very busy. We we not, you know, the it's like a band. Uh, yeah. If you've ever been in a band, you know, uh, oh, it's an hour every week. You know, they're up there, big deal. 
there's so much time spent behind the scenes preparing, getting ready, getting materials together, sterilizing things, setting up things, making sure everything's good and ordered and ready to go, drawn, uh, that it's... It, it's really it's a full-time job really yeah so we know that and if uh, we're not able to you know respond and satisfy that to the customers then you should have someone who can or you need to think of another way you can approach your work so that you can keep these people satisfied you're not going to do as much but is that your goal to do as many as you yeah. can if it is well then that might not fit with the person you want to tattoo you if it is that's fine but you know typically you want you know someone who's attentive and it can answer those questions and do it in a timely manner and not ghost you and ghost. you know lead you down the uh, primrose path. Right. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She was so hot for me, and then nothing. <laughs> yeah, it it, <laughs> it happens to us all. You, I, know. you know, I thought he liked my tattoo, and then nothing. And now he doesn't even want to well, talk he to me. Even call me. He unfriended me and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think um, that's especially. A, um, of course, if there is a soon-to-happen event in your life that is going to impede mm. your ability to heal or take yep. care of said yep. tattoo or piercing, do not do it. If you're going on vacation. Going on vacation. Uh, I actually turned two people away last week because we're sitting there talking about doing a piercing, and they said, well, I'm leaving for Florida next week. No. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, uh, if you are currently... Well, wait. back. Hold on. Back up. And the main reason, or a couple main reasons for that is because, one, you don't want to be babysitting while you're on, uh, on your vacation trying to relax. You don't want that tattoo to keep you from doing things that could be fun, memorable, or relaxing uh, because... That defeats the whole reason you're on vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times there can be swimming or excessive sun uh, involved in vacationing. Those are two terrible things for tattoos and piercings. For healing, yes. For healing that. Mm -hmm. So, again, you it's better to wait a couple weeks, maybe three or four, depending on where you're going, because you're going to be sunburned when you come back. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, do it afterwards. And it's not going to feel that detrimental to your lifestyle for one, but it's going to have a way better chance of healing and uh, looking great without you having to go it's in and set for more work just because you, I, you know. I know that a lot of people, it's either two reasons they want to do it right before vacation is either they think that they're just, they need it because they want to show it off on vacation mm -hmm. or it's a situation where they think, well, I won't have to deal with working. While I'm yep. healing it. We'll come in earlier then. And and the thing is with that is uh yeah, it's gonna be a lot easier to heal that tattoo on your foot at work with cellophane over your foot or something mm. than it is gonna be in soaking wet socks because it rained the whole time you were at Disney World. Yeah, and you're not gonna be able to focus on the healing of that tattoo nearly good enough or piercing nearly good enough to get a, a very satisfying result. Mm. You know, always remember you 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 paid good money for that tattoo more than likely if you, you know, went somewhere who values their work and does a good job and uh, not taking care of it. You're just, you, you know, you're just kind of throwing some of that money in the toilet. Oh, yeah. And uh, again, have it fixed. Yeah. And and typically, depending on the type of damage that was done, it's not going to look as good as it could have because you're going to have to go in and, you know, fidge around to make to you know to, to smooth everything out and make it look good so um either come in uh in enough time to have it at minimum two weeks for a tattoo before you go on vacation then it's really not Piercings, that big a deal uh, no nope. basically the whole except for the sun you know but that can yeah. be uh there are strategies to 
to uh, you know sunblock. combat that. Yeah, you know, one being sunblock. Another, uh, what I tell some people uh, is to get a sock, cut the end off a sock, and uh, just slide. You know, just like a if it's on your arm or something, just slide that over your tattoo if you're going to be out. You know in the sun, walking around shopping, yeah. even at the beach or something, that'll be just, you know, a nice physical barrier to cover it. So yeah. Uh, but at least two weeks, then all of the scabs or at least any that really matter. You might have some dry skin here and there, but all that's going to be healed and gone. And you don't have to worry about the, the water, which is, or it, you know, rubbing on something or you putting on and off something that could damage the tattoo. And this is not something new we've said before, and it only covers, well, I guess it could cover the male side too. Don't get pregnant. Um, if you're planning on getting pregnant, especially if you're healing out of piercing, which is a longer period of time in the near future, you may want to reconsider getting pierced. Mm-hmm. On tattooing, in piercing both, if you're pregnant, no. Uh-uh. Yep. Nope. I don't care if the person's willing to do it. Yep. Don't do it. Yeah. Nope. You're taking a big risk of infection. Uh, not a big risk, but any risk when you're pregnant is a big risk because you could hurt your baby. Yep. Uh, Three people. So... Um, if you if you have a tattoo and you're pregnant and it's healing and for some reason it does get infected and that infection gets to the point where you should take some medication to stop that infection, you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, that medication is going to affect your baby as well. And a lot of those medications that they need to give you to help you or save your life could potentially harm uh, your your child. Mm-hmm. So if if a tattooer and it's and it's not a it's not if you're a professional tattooer you do it right it is low risk but it's risk and if a t- you have to be okay with the tattoo artist saying yeah i don't care about your baby if you don't um and if you're cool with that oh boy but uh in a parenthood yeah i i abs- if i know that you're pregnant you tell me you're pregnant there's no amount of anything you could offer me that would endanger your child. Nope. Yeah. Because I've been in that situation before mm-hmm. where, you know, like we're getting ready to do it. And then yeah. the it was the boyfriend who said, well, you know, we're not expecting for another nine months or eight. I don't even I think she was about two or three months in because she wasn't yeah. really showing. And he's like, oh, we want, you know, it'll be healed before the baby's here. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 what, what, what? Yeah. Yeah, bad idea. And, and a lot of people wouldn't probably, like that. It, it didn't occur to them at all. Right. You know, uh, but, you know, when you're pregnant, you know, there are certain things that you can eat, drink, medis- medications you can take uh, that are fine and are found. Others that aren't. And others, especially when you get into a situation with infection, that's one of the worst things, yep. you know, you can face in your uh, in your body and uh, can really get out of control really fast. And if you're a developing human being that's vulnerable to Frickin' everything. It doesn't take much to uh, do off. something detrimental to that right. to that baby. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, uh, what I thought of another one, and then I lost it because I zoned off there for a second. Yeah, that was a really good one, though. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> when you shouldn't get tattooed. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jimmy? You've been so quiet over there. Well, I threw the first one out, and we kind of yeah. covered two off of my first one, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then shut up. We did the emotional. Well, one. yeah. I think, we, I think we've kind of covered most of them that yeah. I can remember. Yeah, there's a lot of. more. Oh, there's tons. Well, there's and, tons, but and uh, I'm sure that's. Uh, I'm sure we've got some of the the major ones, but I bet we've blown right through through at least three or four. Yeah, of them. that people are like, you didn't mention that one. But that'll give them a chance. Yeah, to that gives you us. something to comment about. Put it in yeah. the comments, and we'll revisit. Yeah, it. I mean, 
Yeah, nothing huge is coming to mind now. Let's see. Uh, well, I kind of said it before, but sunburns. Yeah. If you got yeah. sunburned oh, yeah, or sunburned. if you have a rash. Oh, yeah. I know what it was. If you have a pre-existing medical condition. Yeah. Don't come to us and ask us if it's going to be okay. Yeah. Talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. If you are on blood thinners or any type of medication that may affect uh, blood clotting or something along that line, mm-hmm. don't talk to us about it. And we're not licensed to, to give you that information. And also, it's not a bad idea when it comes to medication to also talk to your pharmacist because they're probably more educated in how that pharma affects your body than mm-hmm. your actual doctor. Yep, and I've come across that uh, several times where a person will be on blood thinners or something like that, and and I will be asked, and that's exactly what I tell them. And some, and most most of the time, at least in my experience, uh, you know, the doctor can adjust or will okay it for that. Person, I'm not saying yeah. it's this. This is just this one experience or this group of experiences I've had. Say for sure. Is they can adjust it and you know, okay, stop taking it the day before and start taking it after whatever it is, and it's fine. But we are liable if we you know say, oh yeah, it's fine, and then you get sick or you get hurt somehow. That you know that's not good only for business wise, but that's really bad on us as human beings and our brain and what we just did to someone. So I'm not willing to take that risk so I can get whatever amount of money might be in play there. Uh, you know, I'm going to make sure that you've talked to your doctor and he's okay with it and uh, go from there because I'm not taking that risk. And see, one of the biggest problems is is that how that medication affects you, how that medication affects exactly. you, Every how it affects different. me is differently. Are different, Mm -hmm. and they're used in different ways to treat different conditions. So not everybody has the same condition. On the same note, do not take anything that's over the counter that may thin your blood before you come in to get pierced or tattooed. Yep. Yep. We had a guy that uh, took what was it, four or five ibuprofens? Oh. And then had two beers. Yeah. And didn't say anything until he was uh, sitting there bleeding profusely. That's he really also kept playing with him, but that's another entirely different subject. That's really bad on your liver, Stop too. touching yeah. it. Ibuprofen really is, you know. It really rough. thins out the blood. It's an yeah. anti-inflammatory. It pretty mm-hmm. just, just, it loosens everything. And where that, and that might be obvious to some people, but where, where, why that's a problem is, is uh, we're just poke tattooers anyway are poking a little hole in there to to stuff some ink in there and if there's something wanting to flow out of there well it's hard to get that stuff to stay in there so either you're gonna end with um, a tattoo that's not overworked but heals very light and very not you know just not robust as it should be or the artist sits there and tries to keep drilling it in and then you end up with not only a non-robust tattoo but you may be scarring and everything else so you know getting a little lubed up and whatever before your tattoo is only gonna negatively affect you and your tattoo it's not gonna get you anywhere trust me um for first timers i can all but guarantee that is not as bad as you think it's going to be. No. And I could guarantee you that ibuprofen or um, some OTC or over-the-counter is not going to numb you out enough that it's going to make any difference exactly. whatsoever no. in the first place. It's just a placebo. And, yeah, if you have a headache, it might help, but it's not going to help with... It doesn't help pain like that. No. That there type are, of pain. There are some... Uh, uh, products that claim that you know to te- to be an uh, you know an out n- not exterior topical anesthetic but it, like a t- yes yeah. thank you like a topical an- anesthetic uh, that may you know or may not give you some relief or whatever and you can 
read about that and research it on your own to see if that might be something that that is good for you. Uh, but any type of yeah numbing from the inside out uh, it usually doesn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it really doesn't. For anything like that, for it to for it to work, you would be in a catatonic state almost. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's like if you take an ibuprofen and you stub your toe, does it still hurt? Oh boy, hurts real bad. That ibuprofen isn't gonna stop that type of pain. It's you know, it's gonna dull maybe a, a pain that's you know prolonged. But anyway, uh, I don't know if I'm any more comfortable talking about any type of medication really uh, no and that's view, that's a that's a basic thing is and that's the point i'm trying to make is right. don't ask us yeah yeah um, yeah that's not <laughs> the only thing that really would work in most cases to completely dull it out would be an injection of a of like lidocaine novocaine some type of anesthetic that we have to that we would have to be a doctor to prescribe to you and i've experienced that and it usually makes for a shitty experience on my side yeah. Because it swells up yeah. five times its normal size. And, uh, the, quickly, the experience I, I've had with it, uh, not directly, but a, a tattooer I knew was tattooing another tattooer. And uh, <clears throat> through the gray market or whatever, someone he knew, he was able to get, uh, I think it was from a dentist, yeah. uh, a can of you know injectable stuff. I assume it's the stuff they use to numb your mouth. And the other artist was getting a back piece, a big color back piece. So they art, the artist that was doing the back piece would prick his back with this lidocaine or whatever it was stuff. And uh, he said it really, it still hurt. Yeah, you know, it's not like it was numb. So not only are you still having some discomfort from the tattoo, you got to go through these all these injections and a legal yeah. process to have this stuff that you're not supposed to have. So if something happens to you, an allergic reaction, or you get sick from it, then the artist is potentially going to get in a lot of trouble for doing something he's not licensed to do, and you're going through extra pain uh, for really no gain. And your artist is not prepared. For the type of type of emergency that Absolutely. may happen because of this, we're That's not a hospital. Not. We're we're here to take care of what happens when you tattoo or pierce. We're not here if you're following the rules. Or if right. yeah, if you you know you went into cardiac arrest or if you couldn't breathe because you took something that you're having a severe allergic reaction to. I don't have an EpiPen in every corner. Right. right. It's yeah. just the way life is. Yeah, we know yeah. CPR and can hopefully try to keep you alive enough to Tell where the, the guys the wonderful people who really the know what up. they're doing, the you know, the mm-hmm. guys with the Superman freaking logos underneath their shirts, God bless the you people. Yeah. Uh, we can try to keep you alive yeah. until they get here, but yeah. don't don't test my CPR. Right. Okay? I don't want to rely on it. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. Right on. Yeah, that was a good so one. I think yeah, I think we've covered some of the more definite ones. Mm-hmm. So like, and just to first, get stuff that you want to get done, not because you're trying to save something or save save some type of relationship. If that's the case, there's something wrong that is unfixable. Yep. Uh, be sober. Uh, research your artists. Make sure that they're professional and personable and all those great things. And if you have any pre-existing medication, medical issues, what have you, check with your doctor. Mm-hmm. And be willing to accept that bookmark that it's going to give you at least to some degree. And that's the great thing about tattoos, really. And some people, but you have to be aware of it. It works both yeah. ways. Yep. It's a bookmark in the worst chapter or the best chapter. It's wherever you put it. And just you know, be willing to accept that, even for what it is. Yeah, you might not even you know like the look of it, but really for things like that, a lot of times that's not even the the point. It's no. you know right. having that. But it can happen if you got tattooed in a bad mood to scorn someone. Well, you're always going to be reminded of that scorn, and yep. you might not want to be. And one final point, and then we'll. I think we're good. Yeah. 
no one has died from the pain caused from a piercing or a tattoo. Nope. When it comes to all this numbing stuff and et cetera, chances are you're going to be able to live through it. It may not be a pleasurable experience, but you're going to live through it. And it's probably not going to be nearly as bad as you think it's going to be. Yep. So always take that into consider- consideration, especially if you're planning on downing half a bottle of over-the-counter pain right. killers. And that's the cost, really, when it comes to it. Tattoos wouldn't even be a thing if you just stuck them on and there was no yeah. sacrifice that you had to make, either, a fear you had to overcome, anxiety you had to conquer to get that tattoo. So that's a it's a good thing you know it, 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 it you'll look at that tattoo and respect that tattoo and be more proud of that tattoo knowing that you earned it and didn't get it you know at a lower cost by skirting around something you know and so this is the thing i always think of and i brought this up some time ago with somebody i don't remember what it was there are plenty of fake piercing jewelry yep. out there if that was really if, if pain was such a big consideration for a majority of the people out there walking around with piercings or it was so terrible they would have just went out and bought those fake ones. Yeah. Yeah, you say the same thing about tattoos. If yeah. they hurt that bad, nobody would have more than one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, right. I think we did that pretty good. I hope you guys uh, gave me some great pointers and some things to think about the next time you get tattooed or pierced. Um, we would ask that if you enjoyed this, found it useful, edifying, whatever, share it with your friends, relatives, and pals, and give us a thumbs up if that's possible where you're at. And, uh, of course, subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you're notified every single time we post something. If you like merch, you like t-shirts, you like swag, um, check out our merch store. Plenty of different designs there. Uh, working on some new ones. Hopefully, I'll get them up soon. Till next time, here's hoping all your tattoos and piercings heal with ease and without a single issue. And if you're in the Des Moines, Iowa area, we hope to see you for your body piercing and tattooing needs in the future. Have a good day, everybody. Take care. Thank you for watching or listening. See you guys. Be good to each other.